Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in southern Idaho. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And my special guest today is uh, Mr. Colin Rooney. Colin, welcome to Heart of the Athlete today. Hey, Ken. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for taking time to be on the show. And um, I know some of you out there, some of our listeners might recognize Colin's last name. It's Rooney. And uh, how would they know, uh, recognize that name, Colin? (laughs) Yeah, Sean is my... uh uglier older brother um he uh is a couple years older than me so uh yep that's that's my brother sean there that's right and he's on staff with us here in idaho and uh with the fellowship of christian athletes and we uh we've just been so blessed by by both you and your your brother and your families and the rooney families you know being part of the sca family here and uh uh appreciate you guys so much and uh well, Colin, um, man, I know you've been involved uh, with FCA baseball for a lot of years down in Southern California, and as well as you've been helping out at the FCA camps here. And we've got some camps coming up, and so, folks, we want to we want to tell you just briefly before we start visiting with Colin about him and and what's going on in his life. Um, uh, we've got some uh, a wrestling day camp coming up on March 12th in a couple weeks. That's a Saturday day camp over at Skyview High School. And then we got a tennis camp at, during spring break over in Fruitland. And those are both youth camps. And uh, you can get more information on fcaidaho.org. And then the rest of our camp schedule uh, uh, re- restarts in June. Um, we have a wrestling day, a two-day wrestling day camp on June 3rd and 4th. And then we've got a youth golf camp uh, over in Payette, that wrestling day camp's in Meridian. And then we've got a youth baseball camp, which is June 13th through the 16th. And that's the one you've helped out here, right, over at Napa Christian. How many years have you helped out of that, Colin? You know what? Last year was actually my first year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great experience. I loved it. A lot of fun. Yeah, you're you're a natural out there, like your brother, just coaching. And, uh, of course, you uh, will get into this, but uh, you got coached up by your dad, didn't you? Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah, me and my brother both learned it all from our dad. Oh, that's yep, great. That's how it started. So that camp is the 13th through the 16th. Um, and then um, then we at the end of June, we've got uh, the Northwest uh, FCA Sport Camp, which is our uh, big overnight camp. And, and that one's for incoming 7th through 12th graders. So, folks, if you have uh, kids – nieces nephews grandkids that might be interested in and you want to get them involved in an fca camp where they can uh um learn some great things uh in terms of technique and uh, about competition but then also about god's way of doing sports so what what have you liked about being involved with fca camps in the past both in california and here yeah it's just something different you know uh, i think the way that FCA does it really just makes it fun and, and it's not just about the fun it's about um, you get some high quality really good athletes um, uh, baseball players I mean my brother Sean um, you know drafted eighth round you know when you get other guys like that so um, you're getting God in there I mean so you're getting some great um, 
aspects being brought into these camps which yeah. is pretty pretty awesome and what i love about it every coach has a, a coach's name they actually call me coach zoo so i go <laughs> out there doing animal noises and weird stuff like that and um kids love it so uh, really just a chance for the coaches to uh, connect uh, be relational um, teach them how to play ball and, and most importantly how to know god yeah, so some great coaches and and all these camps that we talked about the the golf camp, the tennis camp, the wrestling camp, and then you know all. I mean we 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 try to get some great coaches out there that love Jesus and are in it for transformational purposes uh, in discipleship and 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 oh and they'll get better in their sport too. So, <laughs> That's right. That's so right. we're excited about that and uh, and our theme this year is. Um, it's every, and uh, we're excited about that. It started in January, and um, the first part of that um, that theme um, is that um, that we, we're, you are created, created by God, and that you are loved by Him, and uh, He first loved us. Mm. And so the the cool thing is that as this theme is developed through the the course of the year, January through December, we also dive deep into that in our camps, mm-hmm. and uh, and the kids all get a Bible, and uh, whether it's a New Testament or a study Bible or a wrestling FCA New Testament, so. Anyway, lots of fun stuff that coming up with camps, folks. So you can go to fcaidaho.org and get more information about that. So, well, here we are. Uh, we're at the the end of February. Uh, winter's kind of coming to a close, uh, although it's still cold here in Idaho. And you've you've been here in Idaho for how long now, Colin? I've been here in Idaho now probably for about a, a little over a year and a half, coming up on two years. And, okay. And we actually came from uh, Steamboat Springs, Colorado. So. Uh, yeah, you talk about cold. It's freezing out there, seven months of winter. Um, but it's still, right now, it's pretty cold out here in Idaho. I think it's, what, like, you know, 20s almost this morning? So yeah. So it, it was pretty chilly. It's so a little nippy. Yeah, but it's been a, it's been a good experience. We're excited to uh, be here in Idaho and, you know, just enjoy it and, and start in our family. Yeah, and congratulations, too. You and your wife have a, a new addition to your family, don't you? Yes. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we got a little uh, girl that is uh, a month and about a week right now, uh-huh. a little Ava Riley, and uh, she is incredible. Being being a dad is just such a gift, and I'm loving it, feeling so much purpose, and it's just, it's uh, yeah, God is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, praise God. Well, Colin, um, you, like your brother and your family, were a baseball family, and we're going to get in and talk about your baseball career, but let's go back just a little bit. How did you get involved in sports? Did you do any other sports besides baseball growing up in Southern California? It was was it Yorba Linda? Is that right? Yeah, Yorba Linda. Yep. You guys grew up? Yeah, I grew up in Yorba Linda, and uh, I mean, baseball was pretty much our main sport. You know, I wrestled actually a little bit uh, for maybe like a year, um, but no, we were diehard baseball players, started in T-ball. And, um, yeah, all the way to uh, college for me and then for Sean, you know, professionally. And um, But if we could have chosen a professional sport growing up, it would have been hunting. I mean, our hunting is our passion. <laughs> and that's what we really love doing. But uh, baseball was um, our main thing. We were diehard baseball players. It was, mm-hmm. you know, I like to tell people it was in the Rooney blood, and we were all pretty good at it, too. Mm-hmm. 
And so you get started young playing baseball, did a little wrestling. Uh, tell me, tell us a little bit about your career, your baseball career, going through high school, and then, and then I know you played in college, played at two college, played here at JC, and then played eventually at Pepperdine. Tell us about that that journey and and uh, and how that got going. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I started um, Esperanza High School is where uh, I went to school over in Yorba Linda, and. Um, Obviously played there for four years and uh, was a you know starting shortstop and I was a small little scrawny guy and um, you know once I got into college I went to uh, a junior college Saddleback College that's when I started to get stronger started to get you know a little bit better uh, and actually I went there because I wanted to pitch um, but during summer ball I was hitting the ball pretty well and so they uh, they didn't want me to be a pitcher I ended up becoming the you know the shortstop there and uh, so at Saddleback was. Um, uh, the shortstop, and then from there transferred to Pepperdine University and uh, had you know one of the best you know couple years of my life um, mm-hmm. uh, career wise for baseball, and was um, you know really huge time for me and my um, my relationship with God. It was uh, a great experience at Pepperdine. I mean Pepperdine is in Malibu, California, uh, right on the ocean, and I got to play third base there and and really followed in my oldest brother's footsteps and and Sean actually had a I believe a full ride to go to Pepperdine too. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, it was, you know, a great experience getting to be at Pepperdine. Hmm. So yeah, amazing, amazing facilities and, uh, beautiful locations. Um, but you at Saddleback, you're actually in the hall of fame, right? The, the athletic hall of fame, the baseball yeah. hall of fame. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. I got, uh, I got inducted with, uh, my brother actually. So, you know, I'm two years behind my brother, uh, He's two years older than me. We're born on the exact same day, which is really cool. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, both of us at Saddleback got to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, you know, at the same time, which was pretty special to be able to do that with him. Yeah. So so that was a great accomplishment, you know, for both of us. And, um, yeah, was thankful for being able to have that. Yeah. And then at Pepperdine, you had some, you had some career highlights. And some things that happened there at Pepperdine with some some different games against uh, some teams, some well-known teams. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So um, some of the accomplishments yeah. at, at my career uh, at Pepperdine. Yeah. So I was able to get a uh, you know a gold glove my uh, my senior year, um, and I was actually using my oldest brother's glove that he used when he played at Pepperdine. You know, and so that's what really made that special, and that's a big part of my testimony. And and maybe I'll get more into that later. And you were playing um, third base. I was playing third still base at yeah. that time. Yeah, I was playing third base. I uh, was wearing his exact same number that he wore, and um, he had his little boy throughout the first pitch of one of our games. I got to hit a game-winning walk-off home run. That was one of the first walk-off home runs of my life, and that was a great experience. It was awesome. And then I actually got to face uh, Trevor Bauer. <laughs> uh, I'm sure some of you guys know who that is out there. Um, yeah, he's like one of the best pitchers in baseball. I got to face him at UCLA, and um, I'll be able to maybe talk about that briefly in my uh, in my testimony. And um, but yeah, I got to face Trevor Bauer. Uh, ended up getting um, what's it called? I was first team conference at Pepperdine, so had a uh, had a good career. And I was was thankful for that. Right, and you actually got drafted by the Nationals yes, as well, I did. kind yeah. of twice. Right? Yeah, yeah, kind of twice. Yeah, so my um, my sophomore year when I was at Saddleback College, I ended up getting drafted, forty um, fifth round. But you know it counts. It's a lot of rounds. Oh, it counts. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of rounds, and so 
um, was still a pretty cool accomplishment. And and then my senior year, they wanted to draft me again, and ended up you know deciding to go a different direction. It was my heart wasn't really in the game I'd played my whole life, and I kind of felt called to mm-hmm. go a different direction. Right. You know, so that's kind of what happened with me. Wow. Well, t- uh, folks, if you're just joining us here today on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting with Colin Rooney, and uh, who played uh, baseball down at Saddleback uh, Junior College as, and also Pepperdine. We're just visiting about that. Colin, tell us a little bit about how you ended up surrendering your heart to Christ um, as a believer in Jesus. Yeah, definitely. So I grew up in a uh, Christian family. You know, we uh, went to a Christian school, but... Friends school, really, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a friends Christian school. Yeah. And, and that's in your Belinda? Or? In your Belinda. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so had that foundation of kind of knowing about God, but I didn't really have a relationship. You know, I was pretty young at that time and went to, you know, Esperanza High School and we, uh, my family opened up their house to do FCA gatherings and so was able to learn more. And it wasn't until I was in college and I was getting better at baseball and hanging out with the guys and, you know, wanting to fit in with the baseball team, you know, you're going out, you're, you know, kind of partying and doing stuff like that. And kind of got to a point where kind of, I felt this feeling, uh, didn't, didn't feel really good about myself. And, you know, I know I called myself a Christian. Um, and I actually, I, I dated a girl that was a Scientologist and, uh, we were dating for a little while I didn't find that out till, till later, but she really challenged me in my faith. And I really didn't have much to uh, say to her about what my faith was. You know, and so that relationship didn't end up working out, you know, thank God. And and after that, I think I really was just kind of questioning, you know, and, and had this feeling inside that um, I really didn't feel like I was living the life I was supposed to live. And mm-hmm. long story short, I end up uh, saying a prayer to God, like, you know, God, would you really reveal yourself to me? Like, I really am questioning whether you're real. And I'm telling you within, you know, a couple minutes, I experienced the the presence of God like I hadn't like ever in my life, mm-hmm. and I was running around the house just all excited because I had really felt God's presence for the first time in my life, and uh, it was really a turning point for me. Uh, and my relationship with Him became more real, and that's when I was at Saddleback, mm-hmm. and it was a perfect time for me because He was really preparing me uh, for my time at at Pepperdine University when I was going to need Him more than ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got to. You know, play at Pepperdine, which my oldest brother played there. And as Patrick, I said, and he yeah. played third base as well, right? Yep. Yeah. My brother Patrick, he played third base. And, um, you know, I got to follow in his footsteps. And so it was my junior year at Pepperdine, and I was doing a, uh, a baseball camp. And I ended up getting a call from my brother. And I think he had tried to get a hold of me, you know, several times. And that was Sean. Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Sean. And um, anyway, so it was lunchtime. I didn't respond to any of his calls. I get a call from my coach, um, or my coach is, you know, comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, you know, your brother's on the phone," and um, my heart sank because I'm like, "Why would my brother be getting a hold of my coach?" And I talked to my brother, and yeah, that's when he told me that, you know, my dad, my brother had been in a really bad plane crash, mm-hmm. and I remember just screaming as loud as I could, just because I was in shock. I couldn't believe that actually happened, you know, right. and um. So that was a really tough time for me. And uh, I remember the drive, 
you know, going back to my mom's house, I was going to be with her. I was going to be one of the one of the first, you know, family members to to be with her, and I just couldn't believe it was real. And so, um, yeah, yeah, really tough time, you know, losing my dad, my brother. It wasn't until the hardest moment for me was waking up the next morning and and realizing it was all real. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of felt like it was almost a dream, mm-hmm. um, and all those feelings. You know, when I woke up, like, oh, wow, my dad, my brother, they're really gone. Mm-hmm. Just uh, hit me uh, more than it ever had mm-hmm. and was was really hard to come to reality that this wasn't a dream, that it was real. And that was probably some of the worst pain that I'd ever felt in my life at that time. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so, yeah, that's, you know, part of my testimony there. And, you know... At that time, I think I started to feel God in a way that I never felt before. I felt uh, comforted by him, and I really felt him being there with me. So I tell people, like, you know, I felt incredible pain, but on the inside, I actually felt joy. And this isn't an outward joy. This is a joy because I felt uh, God's presence and comfort, Mm -hmm. which is everything that I wanted during that moment, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was an indescribable feeling. And... Just very thankful that I had him with me during that time. Right. Wow. How did you, uh, in the midst of tragedy like that, and then how did you, in your mind and in your heart, and what were the conversations with the Lord? Because I know some people, you know, blame God and get all angry. Other people, okay, Lord, you know, I need you. I need your help. You know, mm-hmm. I, and they they stand at the feet of the Lord and just. And so there's there's all that there's kind of the spectrum and and many other thoughts and and yeah. conversations we have with the Lord. How did how did you stay strong and and so tight with the Lord during that time? Yeah, you know, a lot of people they do question, you know, and and get angry with God. And you know, surprisingly for me, I think maybe just in that moment because I felt so comforted, and I, I felt this joy that um, I didn't really go that direction, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think that can be kind of healthy, but that's just, you know, not what I did in that moment. And I think maybe later in my life, I started to kind of question him a little bit more of mm-hmm. you know, kind of some of the things that happened. Right. But yeah, in that moment, I didn't really, it was hard for me to, because I had, I was growing so much in my faith up until that moment. And this is something that I didn't share. I actually had uh, changed my major to religion at Pepperdine. And so Pepperdine was a Christian school. Mm-hmm. I changed my major like two weeks before my dad, my brother passed away. Wow. So my job at school was to learn about the Bible. And that's like everything that I wanted, you know, everything that I needed. And so before the accident happened, like I was just at a at a point where I just was so excited about knowing God more. So it was kind of hard for me to maybe want to, you know, question him at that, at that time. How could I question the God who created the world? Right. Even though that's a normal thing. Right. You know, I didn't I didn't really get to that point and sometimes I wonder if maybe I should have. If I should have kind of, you know, questioned him a little bit more or just kind of maybe maybe there's some feelings inside that I didn't really get out that needed to get out. Mm-hmm. That maybe now 10 years down the road, 12 years down the road I'm losing track that um things that I didn't really understand how to deal with. You know, grief is a really you know, and and experiencing tragedy it's it's a confusing thing. You know, and I had my baseball career, right. so I had a lot of things kind of distracting me that I was focusing on, and um, I didn't really have anybody to walk me through, 
what I had experienced. I went to a counselor at some point later in life, but right. So, what was your major before you changed it to religion? I was a history major. History. Yeah, yeah, huh. and I started, uh, you know, just having some classes I wasn't really excited about. Mm-hmm. You know, and one of were those, you wanting to teach? You're thinking? I was thinking history? about maybe being a teacher and mm-hmm. like being a coach. Yeah. You know, and you know, I started having some classes that I just wasn't really interested in. It was mm-hmm. history of like yeah. China and Japan. No, like you know, some people love that stuff. For me, I just like. Like, wow, I don't know if I could really teach this stuff if I'm not passionate and excited to, mm-hmm. you know, get up every day and do it. Right. And so I always had this desire to want to learn more, you know, about God and learn more about the Bible. Yeah. And then both my roommates on the baseball team happened to change their major to religion. Hmm. And I remember thinking like, wow, this is something that I always wanted to do. What are the odds of me getting roomed with these two guys that want to also become religion majors? And mm-hmm. and I ended up finding out there are only 20 religion majors at the whole school. <laughs> And wow. two of them happened to be my roommates that wanted to be, I'm like, okay, God, I'll do this. Uh-huh. And so I know I kind of backtrack a little bit, but um, that was just a perfect time for me to be learning about God. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was my job was to learn about the Bible. And that's really mm-hmm. everything that I wanted. For some people, school is like kind of boring. But for me, it's like, man, I remember, you know, in those days after they passed away, just being glued to my Bible and the tears just streaming down my face. I remember one specific morning, yeah, just it was just covering my Bible. And it's like, man, God, I want to know you more. Like you're everything that I want. Hmm. And so, um, yeah. Wow. So changing your major, I mean, obviously that was uh, that's like a life directional kind of thing because you, you mentioned you wanted to go in the ministry. You didn't want to just know about God, but you wanted to be in the ministry. Was there anything that anybody said or challenged you or something that you remembered? Because obviously this was before um, the passing of your, your father mm-hmm. and your oldest brother, but was there anything that like God just was like really impactful to you to, to have this life that was directed towards ministry? Like to make me want to choose a, yeah. being a religion major? Besides having two roommates? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. That's a good question at, at that time. I mean, it's been so long. And I think I just had some experiences, you know, before then that kind of where I was just starting to really like have a real relationship with him. Yeah. And before it was more just knowing about God. Right. That I'm like, wow, God is real. And I really like, I love this this feeling. <laughs> right. I don't know if you call it a feeling, but was was really exciting for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that's why I kind of considered like, hey, maybe I want to be a religion major. And yeah. I remember thinking and talking to my dad, it's like, it's not really going to do much for me, I guess, like in job wise. Sometimes people will look at that like, what can you do with a religion major? Like, yeah, you know, and I definitely kind of that might have been something that kind of made me like, OK, I'll be a history major. I'm going to be a teacher and baseball coach. But um, then once my roommates were really religion majors was like, whoa, okay. Kind of felt like that was a clear sign that right. God was leading me. This to, is doable. This yeah. reality. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow. That's cool. Well, folks, if you, uh, uh, it's just been wonderful visiting here this morning with, um, Colin Rooney and, um, uh, former, and we've been talking a lot about baseball and, uh, your former baseball player at Pepperdine and Saddleback and, and, uh, but I know we've got some more things to talk about because you're also an author. 
<laughs> yeah, so, hey, yeah. do you have some more time? We can. We oh, can, yeah, definitely. Well, let's. I got time. Okay, so uh, next week, folks, you'll be able to listen to part two and hear about um, the the author, Colin Rooney. So, awesome. Well, um, Colin, thanks so much for being a heart of the athlete today. And uh, this was a lot of fun to just hear what God's been doing in your life. And uh, we're going to hear more. So, um, so, thanks for taking time to do that. You bet. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.